Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Success Edge listeners? Man, super excited to be able to share with you guys today, episode 65. Yes, we are, man, we've reached 65 episodes, and uh, it is exciting. We've already crested over as well, just so you know where we're at as far as a, you know, podcast as a whole. You know, we've been doing this podcast now for a little over a year, actually a year coming up, actually almost almost, uh, 18 months. And uh, we just crested over 13,000 unique downloads of the, you know, life of the podcast. And that's, uh, that's called Praise the Lord. What I also have to tell you that, uh, you know, to some people that is, uh, you know, that's a small number. <laughs> you know, I've got some, some friends of mine that I've uh, met along the way that, you know, probably within their first, you know, week to two weeks, maybe even month, they've got already 13,000 downloads uh, that are out there and that's okay. That is all right. But, you know, for, for us, you know, on the success edge, you know what? It's all good. I, I actually had to text, um, one of my good friends, Miss Jackie Smith, uh, her podcast. I've been on her podcast interviewed on her podcast, uh, is, uh, the intentional Christian Panure. And, uh, she's just now getting started out and she sent me a screenshot of basically just kind of some things that, She's seeing with her podcast and so forth, her numbers. And, you know, I just, you know, I, I, I encouraged her. I told her, Jackie, this is great. This is awesome. You know, you're starting out, you know, with this kind of many uh, downloads and people listening to your podcast. This is awesome. And I, you know, wrapped it up on the text with telling her that, you know, just stay, you know, just make sure you're focused on slow and steady. All right. Slow and steady. And I emphasize steady. You know, that is that is the key in life for anything that we have. So anyway, I know I'm rambling a little bit, but, uh, you know, today's uh, kind of not an interview that we'll have, but actually just Tyler talking to you guys. And I think it'll be good. Uh, I actually believe it'll be good. I'm actually kind of excited to hear what I'm going to talk about and say to you. But, you know, this podcast is all geared towards Christians that are in the marketplace, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you have a job, whether you have a job and you have a side business, you know, whether you're a, you know, mom that's a entrepreneur, okay, uh, whether you're a truck driver, a doctor, lawyer, dish digger, it doesn't matter. Wherever you fall, you know, this podcast is always geared towards you. You know, it's geared to helping you uh, realize that you need to take your, you know, calling that you feel called to into the marketplace. You know, one of the things that I know that I've been studying for the last, you know, several years uh, that, you know, really was never spoken to me as I was growing up. But when you want to look at what our purpose is, the key ingredient to it is actually to go back to the beginning. Go back to how God originally set things up, and then you'll get an accurate picture of what Jesus did whenever he, you know, went on the cross and rose from the dead. And then that is how, 
you know, he went back and regained what was lost from the garden. And we as believers should be now living out what was taking place with Adam in the garden. And I've always said this, you've heard this on many, many of my episodes, if you've heard me, you know, God gave Adam three things. He gave him fellowship with himself, right? He gave him an assignment, something to do, and he gave him provision, resources to go and do that thing that he was called to do. And, you know, Marketplace Christian, that is why that this podcast exists. That is why that, you know, I post about these different books that are out there, these different resources for you, so that you actually have the opportunity that was given to me that I've had over the course of my now coming on, what, 25, 26, 27 years of being a Christian um, that was provided to me. You know, except the cool thing is what I'm doing, what I'm trying to do, and what, you know, I know that several people, you know, I just got done sending a um, an episode, actually, that I'll be coming out. I'm not sure when it'll come out, but, um, you know, Amos Johnson uh, has a podcast out there called Church for Entrepreneurs. I would highly recommend to you, you know, Amos's podcast. Um, it is a daily uh, podcast that comes out. And Amos basically talks to entrepreneurs. So if you actually wanted to be an entrepreneur and do it God's way, I would highly recommend it. And I just actually, he had me on as a guest, uh, you know, uh, for his show. And I was honored to do that uh, for him. And uh, obviously, I'm probably going to have Amos come on my show as well and uh, do a, you know, interview and then do a topic. Because that's the other thing, guys, that I wanted to, you know, let you guys know is that, you know, I've been making small tweaks um, I just got a new soundbite for my voiceover, uh, Mr. Tim Page, who you probably remember Tim Page's interview uh, a little while back. Um, not, can't, can't really remember the episode right off the top of my head, but uh, Tim did a new voiceover for me. And, man, I'm super excited to be able to put music to it and, uh, you know, have you guys a new intro, you know, for, for you on uh, the Success Edge. But, you know, it's these small tweaks, right? You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. You know, Jesus took 30 years to prepare for his uh, his ministry, <laughs> right? Okay, so you know, it's you you can't you you know yes, God will give you an abundance of time, all right? Because you know, and He can make time stand still. He can give you you know the uh, restore back to you the time that you might have lost, all right? He He does that. He talks about that in His Word. Right? I don't have chapter and verse about that right now, but he talks about that in his word. But at the same time, you know, you have to focus on the daily. John Maxwell, classic, classic thing that he says is your success is found in your daily agenda. And I hear so many entrepreneurs or so many people that have, you know, that have awesome jobs or whatever it is that are, you know, doing things God's way. All these interviews that I have, you know, what they do is, is that they've disciplined themselves to focus on those daily tasks, those, that daily agenda that is making them successful. And you as a Christian, you know, in the marketplace have to realize that that your success God's way is found in your daily agenda. It's daily. It's actually moment to moment. It is not the, 
you know, whole entire lifespan that you might have, that, that's great. But God only lives in the moment. Oh, man, that was good right there. That's, man, golly. God is in the moment. He's not, you know, he, he does have promises out there. He does have, you know, what's going to, you know, happen in the future. But God's all about this moment right now. God is a now God. That's when it says in Hebrews chapter 11, it says, now faith is, all right? Now faith is. That, that means it's in the present tense. Now, right now, that your faith, God is God today, right now. You know, that's why it says, it says, be still and know that I'm God. That means be still at that moment. That means, you know, I, I just got a, you know, email from actually um, one of my men, uh, mentors, you know, uh, Dr. Cerny, who obviously, again, another <laughs> episode on the success edge. Um, but he sent an uh, email over to me that I found pretty interesting that the Hebrew word, you know, for be still is actually put your hands on your hips, let your hands drop. And it's almost like God saying, Hey, you're, you don't need to try to figure everything out. You don't need to try to do everything. You know, you know, look at what my son did. Okay. In John chapter five, verse 30, I believe that's the right, you know, uh, scripture verse in this, but John chapter five, verse 30 says clearly that Jesus did not do anything that he did not see his father doing. It says that, you know, he wouldn't go and speak anything that his father did not tell him to speak. All right. I mean, go read it in the Amplified. If you read that in the Amplified, man, you know, Success Edge listeners, I tell you, you will be moved. You'll be impacted when you hear, you read that uh, chapter and verse of John chapter 5, verse 30. But I wanted to actually jump into thing, something here. And this has actually been a message that has actually, you know, been on my heart. And I'm probably going to title this episode, uh, David and the Princess. And I actually get this uh, title and episode, you know, from a uh, tape. Yeah, a tape. You know, those things that you used to put in, you know, your radio or whatever and hit play on it and it would play and you'd go through and then all of a sudden to get to the end of the track and they'd have to stop. And if you were really, you know, had a real sophisticated, you know, radio, it actually would turn over by itself inside there and uh, start, start playing the second side, you know, or you had to take the tape out and turn it around and play the other side, whatever. <laughs> but I remember I had this tape and now I've got it converted to a digital audio, which is great. But uh, it's by a gentleman by the name of Doug Weed. And Doug Weed has a, you know, he did a talk one time back in the 70s uh, called David and the Princess Part 2. And uh, obviously I was able to listen to that, you know, actually, it was actually in my Amway business. Uh, we've got, you know, so much personal growth, you know, CDs and tapes and audios that are out there. But uh, this one has obviously been a special one and it has, you know, long lasting value to it. And he wanted to hear what their you know, how did they get to what they did and what they, you know, focused on, you know, in there. He talked about, uh, you know, Jimmy Carter said that it was all about having selectivity of purpose, all right? Selectivity of purpose. He actually interviewed uh, George Bush, actually, not not the son, but the dad. He interviewed George uh, Bush, 
And George Bush said is excellent aim, excellent aim, you know, locating your target, seeing it out there and focusing, having laser focus on that. Now, for us as Christians in the marketplace, it doesn't always kind of work out that way. I don't believe it works out that way for everybody kind of starting out, you know, with your Christian adventure that you're going to be on in the marketplace. I mean, I just want to read this one scripture to you. It says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8, it says, By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place, he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went. And here's an, here's an awesome part. Even though he did not know where he was going. How about that? Abraham knew that he was called. He left, obviously, uh, the land of us where he, you know, the Chaldeans where he was, you know, raised, he left his, you know, mom and dad, you know, brother, sister, whatever it was in that area, took his family and went on this calling that he felt God led him to go on, even though he didn't know where, where he was going. I feel like a lot of times, you know, we have that calling, you know, call it maybe, you know, that, you know, that purpose that you know pulling but we it's it's a little fuzzy it's it's not very clear and crystallized right but i can tell you that man if you would just launch out you know with whatever endeavor that you have you will succeed i know that's what's happened for me uh i know that's what's happened for several people that i've interviewed you know uh from Todd Shannon to you know, Chris Patton to Darren Shearer to Sherelle Smith, all these people that I've interviewed over the course of, you know, this short period of time that have all these interviews, they decided to launch out. They knew that God was calling them to this certain purpose, but they launched out. All right. They might not have known exactly where they were going, but they knew they were called. They knew they went out by faith trusting and knowing that God was going to, you know, set them on the right path because it says in the word, it says that, you know, he will order your steps. So that is a huge key right there. But within that being said, going back to the whole, you know, David and the princess, golly, man, guys, this is so good. What, you know, what, what was said, I just, you know, let me just jump into this. This has been so much on my heart for so many years. So within, let's go to David, all right? In 1 Samuel 16, verse 12, Samuel sees David for the first time, and the Lord says, Arise, anoint him, this is the one. So this is the one. So obviously, you know, David was minding his own business, doing what his father needed him to do. He didn't even come to the house whenever the prophet arrived, but they called him, and he was anointed, and all of a sudden David has this like, whoa, what in the world just happened? But you actually notice, actually, in the next verse, uh, that David actually went right back out in, to tending the sheep and playing his, his harp or his lyre or lyre, whatever they call those things back, those musical instruments. <laughs> and you'll see, actually, in that story that, you know, someone actually recognizes David, sees his talent, you know, what he was already doing. Man, that's so key, success as listeners. He was already perfecting this gift that he had, and that gift was obviously going to bring him before great men, 
man, that, that'll preach right there. If you will just perfect what you're doing, what you're good at right now, instead of trying to figure out every little nook and cranny of what you're supposed to do, if you'll just perfect what you're do, supposed to be doing right now, if you will be where you're planted, if you will be the greatest blessing and, you know, helping people, you know, encouraging, you know, whatever you're supposed to encourage, learning what you need to learn at this season, at this moment right now where you're at, and not try to figure out how this calling is going to work out, but just have faith that it's going to work out, then you'll be ushered into before great men. That's why I have that, you know, that Tim Page did that for me on the very beginning of my podcast, you know, my intro, you know, that uh, it says in Proverbs, you know, that you will be ushered in before great men. All right. Now, going back into the David. So David has his calling. So obviously he knows what's kind of going on. And David, you know, at that time when he was anointed, probably, I mean, some people say he was maybe 12 years old. Some people say he was 13, 14. Somewhere in there, David was anointed. All right. A couple flash forward a couple of years later, then all of a sudden he is asked to go to deliver, you know, bread and cheese, obviously to his brothers who were in battle you know, and that had drawn up lines with the Philistines. Israel had drawn up lines with the Philistines. Now, I don't have time to kind of paint that whole entire picture, but I want to pull out just a couple quick things. And this is First Samuel 17. And I'm going to just jump into verse, you know, starting maybe in kind of verse 20. So David uh, arrives, and I'm going to paraphrase this, by the way, guys. David arrives on the scene. You know, he leaves it early that morning to set out as his father directed. So David's being obedient. He's not trying to figure everything out again. And he's gone out there to see, you know, what's going on. Well, as he gets there, all of a sudden, you know, the Philistine Goliath comes out and shouts out his defiance. And it says right here in verse 23, it says, David heard this, right? And in the very next verse, it says, when the, when it, when the Israelites saw the man, they all fled from him in great fear. That means David fled. You know, I know that a lot of times in our Sunday school classes, you know, we hear, we see David, you know, saying, you know, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that defies the armies of the living God? <laughs> you know, we see that, but right here, clearly it shows that David heard Goliath and boom, he runs. He's afraid just like everybody else is afraid, but it's interesting to see what happens next. So in verse 25, David obviously overhears these, you know, soldiers talking about what the king will do for the man that will kill Goliath. And this is where the calling or the major definite purpose of knowing that God's called you and you have that desire gets tapped, gets released, all right, that you've been prepared up until this time. And all of a sudden, you have the proper motivation, you have the, you know, dream, the desire that will pull out of you or pull you towards that calling. That's why having dreams, you know, and goals out there, that's why it's okay for you to say, you know what, I want to, you know, go on this Disney trip with my family. That motivates me. Well, God will orchestrate things to you for you to be able to, you know, have opportunities to see that goal realized. All right. And this is there's it's just right here. It's in the word. And so David overhears the men saying 
that the king will get, make him great, uh, give him wealth who kills the man. He'll also give his daughter's hand in marriage to the man, and he'll also exempt his family, his whole entire family, from taxing for taxes in Israel. That's huge. Now, here's what I want you to see this, is that David asked a second time for this to be repeated to him about what will be sent or what will be done for the man. And then, as they're telling him, here comes a, what I would call as, you know, uh, Bruce Wilkerson talks about in The Dream Giver, a border bully. All right? You go and read that book. It's a phenomenal book, but he talks about a border bully. And here comes this older brother, David's older brother, saying, you know, hey, man, what are you doing, you know, you little pick squeak? Get out of here. Now, I'm paraphrasing this, obviously. And David says, you know, what have I done? Can I even speak? And then here's something key, you know, SEC, that I want you to hear, that what happens. And it says in verse 30, and I'm still in 17, verse 30, and David, David, after he says this to his brother, he then turns, turned away to someone else and brought up the matter a third time. Hello? Sometimes, gang, you have to disassociate yourself and stop listening to your critics, stop listening to the people that might be border bullies telling you something you can't do and turn back to that thing that is motivating you. Turn back to that thing that is pulling you along, that God places in your heart to motivate you to fulfill that calling that is on the inside of you. And David, again, he wants to know, all right, tell me this, you know, what, and I'm just going to imagine this, you know, what, what does the princess look like? You know, it, it, how much, how much wealth will, you know, will, you know, that man get really, let me take some notes on this. Okay. He'll, he won't, he won't have to pay any taxes. Oh man, that's an awesome thing. And it also goes into my family. Wow. That's, that's amazing. You know, and man, the one, the, does, does the princess, does, you know, does, does she bathe in oils and does, does she, you know, how, how is her hair? Is it blonde, brunette? You know, tell me about the princess. David's asking this stuff. You know that this is motivating him. And David obviously arises after even on the first time. He says, you know, who is this circumcised Philist, uncircumcised Philistine that defies the armies of the Lord? Right? <laughs> I mean, there's motivation. I mean, this is clearly what it is for us as Christians in the marketplace. It is okay to be motivated by things. God does that. That's a natural thing. That's what happens for that's what happened to David. Now, kind of wrapping down, now that you hear, you know, David and the princess. <laughs> you you've got to know what you're call called to, you know, definite of purpose, excellent aim, selectivity of purpose. Don't be afraid to put those pictures of you know, a Disney vacation for your family up on your refrigerator or up on a vision board. You know, don't be afraid to put up on there a new house that you really are, that remodeled kitchen that you so desire, right? Don't be afraid to put those pictures up. Don't be afraid to put up before your eyes the things that will motivate you because that is exactly what David did. Three separate times he did that. And that's what motivated him to be willing to actually do what he did against Goliath. All right? 
in the beginning, you find him fleeing. He was afraid. But with a proper motivation, all of a sudden, he was ready to kill a giant. You know, marketplace Christians, you, you know, you're going to have Goliaths that are going to come. They're going to actually kind of challenge your calling of your, the direction that God has called you to. And you know what? It's okay if sometimes you actually run and, you know, and hide. David did. It's okay. It is okay, guys. It's going to happen. But know and find the motivation. Look for those things that motivate you. You know, we don't love things. We never love things, right? We don't, you know, use people either. We use things, and we help people. We're, we, we're planted. You're planted in that job. You're planted in this business. You're planted in that area, in that city that you're in, to bring forth the Garden of Eden. That's what Adam was supposed to do, to expand the garden. That's what you're supposed to do, to take the blessing that God has placed on your life and expand that right there. I know that's what's happened for me in my life. I know that's what's happened in multiple people's lives. I see that happening, you know, as I, I reached back out to, you know, Jason Brooks. He's, you know, doing, you know, so many different things. I mean, that's awesome what Jason does. You know, go check out Jason's episode. You know, you've been planted right where you're at, and God's called you to that. Allow the motivation. Allow those things to motivate you to go out and conquer your Goliaths. Allow those things to motivate you along the way. Take those small steps. Don't think that you, you know, David obviously was prepared. David, after he was anointed, still went back and started perfecting, you know, exactly what he was already doing. All right. Do that marketplace, Christian, SEC. Perfect. That's exactly where you're at today. Be the best person. Be the best, you know, example. You know, not necessarily, you know, yeah, I can be the best Christian, but be the best employee, be the best, you know, entrepreneur, be the best business owner to your employees right where you're planted and allow God to move you into those positions where you start getting trained, where you start, you can go out and kill the lion or kill the bear, right? Where you can perfect that, you know, whatever it might be that you have inside of you. And when you arrive at that place where you have to kill a Goliath, right? That guess what? you were able to kill that Goliath when you're properly motivated, when you allow that motivation to override your fears, when you see that goal that will pull you along, pull that calling out of you to properly motivate you to conquer your fears. Man, mm, this is good. <laughs> oh, SEC, I love you guys so much. So, SEC, I'm done. Um, next week, we will have Dr. Jason Jones, who is a leadership expert, and he is a corporate psychologist. Yeah. <laughs> corporate psychologist, man. I love this. Man, this firm that he works for, they develop you know corporate character within firms. His good stuff, is, it's just really good what he talks about. So I'm going to give you a quick teaser for you here. So here we go. And so I see success for me. I see success for anyone else when they're able to live their gifted potential, when they're living, they're they're, uh, using their gifts. Living your gifted potential, man. You got to just love that. I mean, that's that sounds just like what a doctor would say, living your gifted potential. Isn't that good? (laughs) So SEC, don't miss next Tuesday. 
Go ahead and subscribe out there on iTunes or on Stitcher Radio so you always get notifications on when I'm going to release uh, the episode, which is usually on Tuesday. You know, you can pretty much count on it. But, uh, man, it's super excited to be able to have Dr. Jason Jones on here. And thanks for listening to uh, to this episode. You know, this episode is actually the success ed- going to be found at thesuccessedge.biz backslash 65. Yep, there you go, 65, guys, 65 episodes. So, SEC, we will catch you guys on the side. If you feel inspired to take your God-given skills to the next level, Download our free report called The Five Tools That Every Marketplace Christian Needs to Crush It in Their Career. God loves when we use the abilities He's blessed us with to do amazing work in the marketplace. So download your report by visiting thesuccessedge.biz slash tools right now. And we'll see you on the next episode of The Success Edge.